Welcome everyone to the Optimal Performance Podcast. My name is Sean McCormick. I'm a life coach, performance coach, wellness entrepreneur, and it's my pleasure to bring to you every single week the world's leaders in the field of performance so that you can live your life at its most optimal level. Plus, cutting edge ideas so that you can stay ahead of the curve in an ever-changing world. Let's dig right in. Oh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Optimal Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Sean McCormick, and it is my pleasure to bring to you every single week just incredible content, amazing guests, groundbreaking ideas that are useful to you in your everyday life. That is the goal, and I'm committed to it, gang, every single week. That's what I'm doing. I'm bringing it to you, and all you got to do is just sit back and enjoy. However you listen to this, it's in the car, is it's making dinner. Uh, I hope that you enjoy these interviews because I get so much out of them and uh, I enjoy hearing from you. So send me an email if you've got some ideas for guests, uh, if you've got some feedback. uh, Remember to subscribe to the YouTube channel. I've been posting more and more of the videos on YouTube. So go ahead and jump over there and watch there if you wish. Uh, And also send me a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe. It really helps our numbers when you subscribe to the episode. And um, that's that's how you can say thank you for all this amazing content. And um, hit me up if you want. I'd love to connect with you. You just send me a DM on Instagram at real Sean McCormick. I look forward to hearing back from you. Today's episode is brought to you by Inside Tracker. If you're listening to this podcast, you are interested in optimizing your performance, be it your sleep, your resilience, your energy. You want to increase your ability to live your life to the fullest. And oftentimes that's tough because doctors aren't going to help you. Uh, So that's where Inside Tracker comes in. It's an ultra personalized performance system that analyzes data from your blood, DNA, and lifestyle and fitness trackers to help you optimize your body and reach your health and wellness goals. You know, this was developed by leading scientists. Founded in 2009 by leading scientists in aging and genetics and biometric data from MIT. Tufts and Harvard. Inside Tracker's mission is to help improve the lifespan of people everywhere so they can enjoy longer, healthier lives. My experience with Inside Tracker has been actually really awesome, and I had pretty high expectations, and they were met. I went into a clinic, I did a blood draw, the blood went to the labs that Inside Tracker has uh, connections with, and then then I got a bunch of information on my blood. Uh, looking at a whole spectrum of analyses from from testosterone to calcium to uh, inflammation markers, and I got suggestions on what I should be eating, how I should be exercising, and it is a really, really useful tool. This is the future of medicine. This is, this is for sure uh, the, the, the way that we are going to be shifting to health and wellness, and it's really exciting. If you are a biohacker and you're interested in optimizing your performance, you have to have a tool like this. Otherwise, you don't really know where you are in this moment in your health. So go to insidetracker.com forward slash optimal, and there you'll get 25 off the entire Inside Tracker store. You'll have 25% off all of the services that they provide. So go take them up on this massive offer. Uh, they're excellent customer service. Uh, great attention to detail, and really filling a void for those of us that want to live optimal. Again, that's insidetracker.com forward slash optimal. On today's episode, we're joined by Robbie Bent, who is the found, co-founder and CEO of Inward Breathwork. Now, 
This is a truly unique episode, and here are some reasons why. Uh, number one, at the very end of this episode, Robbie takes us with a handpan through a guided breathwork session. And if you've never done guided breathwork before, man, this is going to blow your mind. Uh, you can actually watch me go through it uh, on the YouTube video if you go to Optimal Performance on the YouTube channel. And in this episode, we dig into so many amazing, amazing things about breathwork. And I want to go into just really a quick point here. You know, for, for a lot of people, meditation is hard. Uh, it it's, continues to be challenging for me. And for a lot of people, as soon as you sit down and try to relax and clear your mind and do meditation, you get distracted over and over and over and over. The one thing that I love about breath work is that it is an automatic, it is a immediate result with these breathing techniques. Uh, you actually can experience in real time what's going on, your your shift is noticeable rather than waiting for this sort of uh, epiphany moment in meditation. So this immediate feedback loop provides a more impactful experience than most meditations. So we talk about what makes a high quality guided breathwork session, uh, how we can all use breathwork. We talk about a, a guided cannabis breathwork session that I did after getting stony balloons and listening to this guided breathwork, which was transcendent. It was really, really incredibly awesome. We talk about uh, nitrous oxide breathing techniques that are antibacterial, antifungal, antiviral, and have been used in various forms to, uh, to fight uh, viruses. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, this, this episode digs deeply into how uh, breathwork works, why it works, why it's fun, and uh, Robbie has taken a really, truly unique approach, uh, bringing a social element to breathwork. You know, it doesn't have to be just sitting around huffing and puffing. It can also be sort of a, sort of a party atmosphere. And that's what he's cultivated, uh, with inward breathwork is an, is an online community and they, they're doing so many cool things. And, uh, the, the guided breathwork sessions are, you can choose them to be upbeat. You, you have this vast array, this library of different breath techniques that you can use for specific things that you're dealing with that will help you. Uh, super cool episode. I really, really enjoyed talking with Robbie. You can go to inwardbreathwork.com and uh, you can try their first session for free. That's pretty awesome. You can do their free trial. It's guided breathwork classes on demand. Reduce stress and anxiety from home with guided breathing exercises. Or you can get up. You can do some um, some upregulating breathwork that uh, is is freaking awesome. It feels good. That's what we do at the end of this episode is we, we actually dive into a uh, sort of invigorating breathwork uh, that's, that he guides with this beautiful hand pan as he's playing it while, while he's um, saying, you know, in, out, in. It's so cool. I think you guys are going to really love it. Uh, definitely worth going and checking out Inward Breathwork. They're, they're into a bunch of cool stuff. It's an amazing, amazing company. And uh, if you're in the Toronto area, uh, you can go check out their opening. Uh, they're in construction on a physical location where you can go in and do a bunch of cool therapies, uh, including some guided breathwork classes. Okay, that's it for me. We're going to jump into this episode. I'm so excited to bring this to you, ladies and gentlemen, without, I always say it that way. <laughs> Here it is. Robbie Bent from Inward Breathwork. And we're here with Robbie Bent, who's the CEO and co-founder of Inward Breathwork. Robbie, welcome to the Optimal Performance Podcast. Thanks. Nice to meet everyone. I'm excited. 
So I typically ask, you know, for people who are experts in performance, um, especially like nutrition um, and exercise and stuff like that, I ask them the same first question, which is what time is it where you are and what have you put in your body? But instead for you, my question is what time is it where you are and what sort of breath work have you done today? Okay, that's a nice one. So it's 5 p.m., right? So a little later, uh, I'm in Toronto. In terms of breathwork, I've already guided two sessions, one for my friends at Netflix and another for my friends at Kettle and Fire. And both sessions, one session I freestyled on the mic to like jazz beats, so really jazzy tunes, like catching the vibe and kind of freestyled it. And the other one, I played a recording and did the breath work. And it was a 30 minutes called the guilt release. And it's a combination of Wim Hof style breathing with like a really beautiful guided visualization. And so it's a full blown, you know, kind of energetic breakthrough, shutting down the mind, moving uh, into that like state of presence. And so it was beautiful. It was just, just before this actually, and been pretty tired lately. So yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> Very cool. Well, uh, I'm excited for this conversation because I've been breathing all my life, uh, just about as far as I can remember. And <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> you've heard, I'm sure you've heard that before. I haven't, man. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> and you know, I've been a meditator my my whole, I mean, since I was 12, and um, I've experienced lots of different approaches to, to breath work and meditation, and I've tinkered around with, with different approaches and modalities. And I'll just say at the very beginning that doing the sessions that I've done with you, with, with, inward, breath, with inward breath work, have been um, surprising to me. The, the approach, the vibe, the music, the, the, the cadence is just, uh, it's, it's totally unique. So I just want to start there by blowing smoke up your ass for a minute. And then um, the question for me, I think that I'd like to start with is, oh, did you freeze, bro? No, I'm here. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll edit that out. Um, your video's frozen, but that's no big deal. Um, how is it that you got into um, breath, breath work, being a practitioner of breathing? Yeah, so it's a long story. I'll break it up in chunks. But it, the, the beginning starts. I've had ADHD and drug addiction for a long, long time. And so, you know, from almost 17 to about 28, uh, struggled. Uh, still was like functional, but really had trouble staying away from stimulating behavior. And so, you know, on the weekends to deal with stress, I would drink and, and use cocaine and, and, you know, disappear uh, for days sometimes. And so I really got into meditation first. And, you know, to make a long story short, I had a venture back company, it failed, I lost everything. And that was a huge hit to my identity, because that was one of the things that was my main driver was like, I want to feel good enough. I want to feel successful. And when that was taken away from me, I was 28 and, you know, just felt like a complete failure. I was living in my parents' basement, no idea what I was going to do next. And, you know, you mentioned you've meditated for a long time. I was sort of in that like 10 minutes a day range. And I'd heard a friend say, you know, you should try a Vipassana retreat. And I was just at a point where I said, hey, I need to get out of you know Toronto where I'm living and experiment with something new. And so I went to Israel and tried a 10-day Vipassana retreat. 
And that really started to change things for me. And again, you know, without going into too much depth, it was there that I learned about psychedelic medicines. And between those two things, they really changed my life, my ability to, to be present and, and find a lot of personal power and sort of take the edge off a lot of these, um, these habits that were, that were hurting me. And for the next, you know, five and a half years, I've been sober. I was trying to teach people meditation. And if you're listening right now, the average person, like not, the majority, nine out of 10 struggles to meditate. And I've been using this analogy a lot, but if you're going to pick up a guitar, you're not going to learn a song on your first go. And so for meditation, you sit down, nothing's happening. I'm not doing this right. I'm looking at my thoughts, what's going on. And it's just very, the feedback loop is, is quite long. And so I saw so many friends. I'm like, yeah, this has changed my life. You have to do it. You have to do it. And the response is like, I could never do the 10 day. It's crazy. I can't get the time. Why would I do that? I don't feel it. And I just felt really dismayed that like, how difficult it was. And I saw friend after friend, like, yeah, you know, I downloaded Calm. I used it like 10 times. I stopped. I'm too busy. Or like, I'm not into spirituality or, you know, I'm fine. And I just saw this problem of my friends being more and more overwhelmed because of their phones. Right. And, and I was just like, I really want to help. And for four years, I tried psychedelic medicines, meditation, and just struggled to get people into both of those. And then funny enough, I met my fiance and she started taking me, uh, we were into the podcast and she started taking me to bathhouses, uh, you know, sauna, ice bath. And I got into Wim Hof, tested that out and was pretty blown away at the power of the feedback loop, the immediate feedback loop. And so it was, okay, in breathing for 20 minutes, I can feel a physiological change. So if you're sitting here and you're like, hey, I'm really struggling to meditate, I just want you to know, get it in your mind, like that is okay, that is common, right? And, and there are other tools you can use that can help you take that first step. And I feel it's really about feeling what it's like to be present. So whether it's an ice bath, a sauna, some type of psychedelic medicine, exercise, like these things make you feel present. And then once you associate the value with that, you can go deeper, and so, yeah, that, that's kind of how I got into the breath was just as the gateway for these 85% of people, I think it's 14% of people have a meditation practice in North America right now. So like the other 86% that have been left behind, but that is the norm. So how do we, how do we get those people to take their mm. first step? And that's what really has turned this on for me as a, as a huge passion. Mm, awesome. Awesome. You said something, you said something that I want to kind of highlight. Can you tell me more about what you mean by immediate feedback loop? Okay. So assume I'm meditating and I'm meditating 10 minutes a day, right? And for those first three days, even right, like building a habit is very challenging. And so in those first three days, I'm sitting for 10 minutes, the common, you know, and, and if you're listening and if this resonates with you, I sit down, I start focusing on my breath, bam, thought, like financial security, <laughs> bam, worry, like my mom just called me, you know, oh no, what about my kids? I'm stressed and like all these thoughts and it just becomes, if you're so overwhelmed all the time, it's like, whoa, what is happening here? Like the last thing you want to do is sit and, and become aware of your thoughts. It's very, 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 very challenging, right? And like overwhelming a lot of times. And so you kind of sit there for 10 minutes and most of the time it's a guided app, right? And you're like, 
okay, am I doing this right? <laughs> is this what's supposed to happen? And so there's not that same feedback loop where in an ice bath, you're in there and like physiologically, the neuroepinephrine in the brain triples. And that, that's all that means. It's a, it's a feeling. It's the chemical in your brain that leads to like attention and vigilance and, and mood boosting. And it's like, whoa, be aware because this could be dangerous. And so you feel it. Like when you get out, you're like, whoa, I feel alive. Like something is happening. You know, my body is strong. And so breathwork has that same physiological state change. So in, you know, 11 minutes of a Wim Hof style or upregulated or holotropic style of breath, you can increase, you can create an adrenal effect in the body, right? That's similar to like having a coffee. And so you can feel it. You're like, wow, I'm, I'm energized. I'm ready. Hmm. My fight or flight system is going. So it's just, I think people oftentimes are skeptical. They want immediate results. And so we're just thinking like, how do you hit them where they're at yeah. with something they can feel. Yeah. I love where this is going. And it's it's really it's really eye-opening because in my experience working with with coaching with my coaching clients, a lot of them have tr- just the same same thing. Have tried Insight Timer or Oak or Calm. They've listened to Andy Puddycomb in Headspace. <laughs> And it, and they and it's like it's fine. I, it's fine. Like I, I like it. You know, wind chimes are cool. Andy Puddycomb is very relaxing. And, and still, they are thinking about all of those other things that you that you just mentioned. And they can't they can't even be present for five seconds because they're so overstimulated. And I think that that's more that's a majority of us. And so what I have been noticing and what I've been instructing is like, okay, if you can't you know, use a mantra. If you can't follow Andy Puddycomb for longer than five minutes, let's just start with breathing. Because if you're focused on your breathing, if you're fo- focusing on the sensation, if you're focusing on a specific cadence, on a rhythm, you're watching and feeling the air coming in and out, then that oftentimes is this amazing gateway to presence uh, in the moment. You know, if you can just just hang on and follow a breath and stick to it, Oftentimes, it sort of reminds people like, oh, okay, I can be present. I haven't experienced this in, in quite some time because I'm so on from the moment I wake up in the morning to the moment I go to sleep. And it really is this amazing gateway that so that like immediate immediate feedback loop where they're doing a specific breath and I'm working with them with on is they actually feel their vibration. They feel their lungs. They feel their body more. And that is that is the sort of the proof in the pudding so it totally resonates with me. Yeah, getting into the body is key, right? So our brains have developed over the last 20 years, the change in pace of what it means to be human is exponential. And like our minds don't evolve that quick. And so 20 years ago, if you, you remember, like, you know, there's no cell phone. So you're driving, you're bored. You're walking around, you're bored. There's so much downtime. And now... You know, even I know about all these practices and during COVID, I got into Twitter to be like, you know, just started checking the cases. Really, I have a physical business also, so I was really nervous about like, what's the closing situation? And I got in the habit after like, like four years, no social media of checking Twitter. And now I'm checking it all the time. And, and like, it's changed my 
I notice in my meditations, it's changed my thought patterns where I have a much harder time, like calming down. All these thoughts are just running around and it's because of the consistent stimulation. So I've just like finally in the last two weeks, I've been like, okay, I really need to put some guardrails around this. And this is somebody who, you know, I have seven years of like pretty intense meditation practice, breathwork practice, all these things. And like, you know, you, you drop your guard for a minute and you're subsumed. And so it, it is a challenge uh, to sit. And so I'm really passionate about like, how do we make, how do we make people get into their body? Because that's what they need. When you're in your body, you're not in your mind. You're not thinking all the time. Right. And our, and our minds aren't meant to do that. Like, you know, Again, 20 years ago, there would be boredom and in boredom comes like creative ideas and like time for your mind to relax. So it doesn't even have to be meditation. If you just go for a nice walk, listening to music, you know, 30 minutes, great starting point, put on some music that you, you love. It doesn't have to be the standard meditation. And that brings me to a point that I've been considering the last little bit that I think is really cool. It's like, okay. You know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, let's say exercise was like in Canada, good life fitness in the US, like Gold's Gym, bodybuilders, professional athletes, or like those old aerobics videos that you'd see on TV. It's crazy. It's not like a social cool thing. And like boutique fitness came along and like music and darkness and facilitators and made exercise like a beautiful, social, fun, cool experience. And that was what got people into it, right? And, and so how can you do the same for like mental health techniques? And so like, I, I met this guy yesterday, Graham Betchart, who's a uh, NBA like mindfulness coach, resilience coach. And he is like obsessed with getting kids and teenagers into meditation. So what he's done, taking popular hip hop tracks, made them 20 minutes long. And instead of normal vocals, it's him rapping about like, okay, like your intention and then like some affirmations and then a visualization over songs. And so you can definitely say like, hey, this stuff isn't how it was meant to be. It's completely different. But for me, it's like, again, the problem isn't getting people to enlightenment. The problem is getting people to take their first step. So any entertaining thing you can add that's going to get people to take that first step. Like, you know, I would just see a future in the next 10 years, like this stuff is going to be cool. It's going to be fun. It's going to like, you know, it's going to grow to the, to the mainstream. I really like the vision of making breath work cool, making uh, intention cool, presence cool. I, 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 the, the correlation to community so that we can all show up, you know, uh, we can show up at the same time and be on the same wavelength, you know, whether in person or in this case, remotely, virtually, so that we can all vibrate at the same wavelength. That's that. I love that vision of, of the future. And um, so I want to hear about inward breath work. I mean, I, I've experienced some of the sessions myself and gotten a lot out of them. And so I'd love for you to kind of give us like a really, really big overview of, of what it is you guys are up to over there. I mean, you, 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 you said Netflix and Kettle and Fire and for everybody knows who Netflix is. And I think for, for the paleo folks and, you know, people interested in nutrition, Kettle, Kettle and Fire makes bone broth and that's a super cool company. So you're obviously operating at a really high level here. Uh, tell us about inward breath work, what you guys do and how it works. Yeah, so there's a couple of things that I think make it exciting. And so one is is like, okay, in, in a single session, you can feel the change, right? And so I saw, I read this book by James Nestor, Breath, which was amazing. I've done a ton of trainings with, you know, XPT and Wim Hof. And I, and I, and, you know, I've done a lot of holotropic breath work also. 
I'm super into psychedelic medicines. And so I kind of looked and I was offering breath work to our clients in our physical space inward, which is like an ice bath and sauna social space, which we can get into later also. But uh, prior to COVID, they would come and say like, hey, I've done the ice bath. It was my first experience of meditation. I was like present. How do I go deeper? And I was like, oh, okay. Like, you know, we'll go deeper. We'll, we'll use some breath work. And this will be the first time you've kind of felt these feelings of like just letting the mind go. And when COVID hit, we didn't really know what to do. So I was just like, hey, I have this big community. I'm going to start offering breath work online for free. And, you know, 100 people, 200 people, like every week it's growing. And it's just this like really cool free community. People start donating money. They're like, hey, can we get recordings? So we're putting them on YouTube. And then people are asking like, oh, can you do one for sleep? And like, can you do one at a different time? So we're just a small team. We thought, hey, like, well, you know, bootstrap this, make it a little experiment. So we make a course. People do the course. Then they're like, oh, you know, we want to keep going. And we're like, oh, this is cool. And I kind of did the, did the research and there wasn't, you know, sort of a, a very accessible uh, class model for breathwork. And so there was, you know, Wim Hof, uh, Laird Hamilton, like legends in the field, uh, Oxygen Advantage, but very much focused on uh, resilience, fitness, foundational breathing, super important. And then there's sort of the psychedelic breathing, which is it, for the mainstream, I, I found uh, a lot of our clientele, it was, it was sort of off-putting in, in ways that like was, was maybe too geared at around like energies and some of these other things that were, it wasn't like the best starting point for people. And then it's also pretty expensive uh, to do and you had to go to someone's house and it's like an eight hour day. It's just like, oh, where is like the, the headspace model? Like, you know, 15 bucks a month and... Uh, you can easily access all the different styles. And then I read James Nestor's book and he was just referencing all these different YouTube styles. I was like, whoa, it would be really cool if we filmed all these different styles and like made them available in one place and then had structured programs. So if you're, you're listening, you know, and you want 20 days to reduce anxiety in 20 minutes, you know, that, that stuff like didn't really exist when it came to breathwork. And for most people, they didn't know what it is. And so for us, we were like, okay, what if we combine these styles with like really awesome, exciting music and kind of made it like, Hey, I'm at, I'm at burning man. I'm at a concert. I'm at like a fitness class. And so it's like a combination of kind of a fitness class and like a concert. So it's, it's meant to be fun, but then it's also science back. So we're usually talking about what happens in the body about CO2 tolerance and nitric oxide and like improving foundational breathing. And so it's a really neat combination of sort of like entertainment plus science at a really accessible price and then we just for me i saw so many people who had struggled with meditation who were anxious and just like in one session we're getting a feeling and i was mm -hmm. like wow there's something here that can be helpful for a lot of people taking their first step awesome awesome yeah yeah well it's cool because you know some of the best ideas are the simplest like <laughs> like wait 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 why isn't why does not why does this not exist yet why is there not uh, accessibility? Why is there not a community feel? Why is there not music in an intentional way? Not just, you know, uh, a river rushing or, you know, um, um, bamboo wind, chi wind chimes in the background of, of guided breath work, right? Man, uh, I'll tell you a funny story is even we were starting and it was like bamboo rustling and wind chimes. And then one night we were just it, so I don't drink. I've been sober. I think I mentioned. So that, that's like a pillar of my, my personality. We're Friday night hanging out with our partners. 
you know, we're just eating and we're like, oh, we should do something fun. And we're like, oh, well, maybe we should just do a breath work. And then we're like, well, okay, it's Friday night. Let's like, you know, let's like get into let's it. Party. So we're putting on crazy electronic music and then like just taking turns guiding to the beat. So someone would pick a song and if it was a fast song, it'd be like in, out, in, out, like da 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 And then like we'd just throw the holes and the next person would get in and we'd do a different one. And we're like, whoa, like, this is crazy. Like this is so social. And so I have a whole idea around how breathwork socials can replace like alcohol and they can lead to that same vulnerability, emotional opening that you get, you know, like alcohol is a, is a social lubricant. It's something like you feel nervous connecting with people, you know, it's great for that. So breathwork can be the same. And so that kind of led us to, Oh shit, this doesn't have to be the spiritual stuff all the time. It can be, you know, like fun. And, and it, it honestly, it just was weird. Like it just kind of light bulb, like, Oh, we hadn't seen that anywhere. Um, so it was a fun. One quick announcement from one of our sponsors and then right back into this episode. This episode is brought to you by Bell Campo. Bell Campo has the best meats in the world. I'm convinced of that and I've tried a lot of them. Uh, I'm sort of a stickler. You know, I eat probably 80, 20 carnivore uh, and I am really, really picky about the type of meat that I put into my body and also into the mouths of my children and my wife and my family and uh, Bel Campo is the highest quality, most ethically raised, most beneficial meat that you can purchase uh, and it's delivered right to your door. You can go to belcampo.com forward slash optimal performance for 20% off for first time customers. So why Bel Campo? Well, Bel Campo animals grow more slowly as nature intended. This is a difference that you can see and that you can taste compared to conventional meats and that's why I choose Bel Campo over other brands. The way that Bel Campo raises its animals it isn't only better for your health, it also has a positive impact on the environment. Bel Campo practices regenerative agriculture, which means that the meat is climate positive and carbon negative, so you can feel good about what you're eating. You know, I am a huge fan of cooking breakfast for my kids. I don't want my kids to eat waffles. I don't want my kids to eat cereal. I want them to have, you know, a big old bunch of protein in the morning. So eggs from my house. Uh, and I have purchased a whole bunch of uh, breakfast sausages from Bel Campo, and their bacon is insane. The bacon alone, if you are a bacon lover, stock up on the bacon from Bel Campo. You know, it, uh, it, it tastes... It tastes real. It tastes clean. It doesn't have. It doesn't pop and sizzle uh, on the skillet because it doesn't have a bunch of fillers and water in the meat that you get from other conventional, you know, uh, growers of of, uh, of pork products. It's just it's just the best possible meat that you can buy. And when you use the code Optimal Performance at Belcampo.com, you get twenty percent off. So take advantage of this first time offer and and uh, and really stock up if you're a breakfast lover like me I like to eat breakfast at lunchtime a lot of the time uh, also their ground beef is just absolutely insane it's the best burgers you'll you'll ever have you know if you go to bellcampo.com and you just sort of cruise uh, some of the pictures that they have of uh, of their meat you're just gonna be blown away it's just the best stuff so again one more time go to bellcampo.com forward slash optimal performance for 20% off okay back to the episode yeah yeah well it struck me the the use of music your guys's use of music in different uh in different sessions and for for i think it was uplift maybe that was the one that or um 
one of the ones it was like it was faster paced right and it was music that was catchy but it wasn't overbearing like music the music was not like the main focus but it was a cadence it was a breath cadence rhythm that i was not familiar with and so as i'm doing it as i'm following along usually i get irritated by the person that's talking right (laughs) like usually it's like i stop talking just let me breathe you know like i I, I just shush, shush 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 your mouth i'm just trying to follow along here uh, let me do my thing. But with the way that you guys are using it and the different sessions that I've seen, it's it's really easy to follow. And you can't help but just like slide into it, just to slip into the rhythm that's with the music. And so in that, in that ex- for those examples, whether it's a faster pace and you're keeping up and you're following along with someone that's guiding it, um, it's totally unique. I mean, it, it, and it does feel a little bit like a festival. I mean, it, like some some bass, some bounce, some rhythm, and someone like, okay, come on, let's go, let's do this. It's 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 beautiful. It's wonderful. Oh, I could geek out on this all day. I'm so happy you're bringing this up, and you you this is like so happy to hear because it it's like okay, so some cool stuff we did. Like we layered a heartbeat into it, so like you have like boom 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 boom, boom. and and the music we're talking about. I'm not like hey. It's like Beyonce, like commercial. It's like hardcore Burning Man, tribal, like bass. You know, it's not distracting with vocals. It's very much like, and then we have like the breath. Instead of having the facilitator always like breathe, you know, it's a breath layered in, like an inhale, exhale. So you can follow the breath sound, which is like harmonious also. Another crazy story around this, one of our favorite DJs, this underground Burning Man DJ Flying Colors. Uh, Canadian DJ and, and, you know, awesome tracks. And so we layer some stuff over one of his sets and it's on the site. It's called the roller coaster. Hmm. And instead of having like a standard Wim Hof method or like holotropic, it's called a roller coaster because it changes. So hmm. instead of doing the music to the breath work, we do the breath work to the music. So if the music starts going up, it's like faster, like different paces. And we send it to him and we're like, yo, dude, check this out. Like, you know, I think this is like a whole new art form. And he responds back, like, I love it. And now he's creating like specific tracks for ideas. And like some of the ideas we have working on are like a death and rebirth or like enter the cosmos where we talk about how old the universe is and how small you are and how, how much time has passed. And, and so, and then like, what is the music for that? And then, yeah, I think like my ultimate vision or ultimate vision we're so excited about is like one day when COVID ends, there's a festival like a Coachella or like something like that. And on the stage, main stage, crazy DJ and layered over top is breath work. And not only are you you're breathing, but you're kind of dancing and you're getting into the breathwork state. And it's like a conscious way to socialize and party. And I, I think it's going to blow mine. So if anyone's listening, that can make that happen. That's my ultimate dream we're trying to manifest count me in count me in i will be there uh i i love it i mean you sent me a cannabis breath work um which uh was an hour long and you know for other people who you know who use cannabis for various forms sometimes when you get super high you kind of forget to breathe. I mean, it depends on what you're doing. Of course, right? like you're like your your breathing gets super shallow because you're so stoned, especially if it's like a heavy indica, and you just your breathing gets shallow, and then you get tired, and then you get lethargic, and then you go looking for Cheetos. And in in this case with the cannabis breath work, I never thought like of of doing a specific 
structured hour uh, for cannabis and and the 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 what do you call host practitioner guide for for each of the yeah, sessions facilitator yeah. guide yeah sure. so, so the facilitator for that session was again it was just right it was like talking a little bit about cannabis it was talking about letting go it was talking about um, releasing using these key words that are that are just on that fine line between you know, spiritually woo and also like feel good and practical to, to, to induce the effect. Um, so I can totally, I can totally get behind a, a, a breathwork festival with music. And the fact that you're already having DJs like create art for that is, is really, really, really interesting. Um, I want to, I want to talk a little bit about the, some of the technicals about the breathwork. You mentioned nitrous oxide, um, you know, uh, Walk us through um, some of these these the, the science based um, substantiated types of breath. You know, there's a there's an there's an NO breathing, which is antimicrobial, antibacterial, antiviral. Like I think that alone is going to blow people's minds. That there's a breath that they can do that's really simple that will do these things. that will actually help them. Even mentions in the breath work that it can like that they're using it in in North America for for like COVID treatments. So, walk us through some of the more like technical um, get get sciencey and nerdy on us when, and talk us through some of the some of the options and, and what they do. I'm gonna go so deep. It's just it's like such a passion, and I've read you know almost every book, paper. Like I absolutely love this stuff, and the more I read and find out, the more I'm like amazed mind blown and so the first thing we're going to do as a team here we're going to take a big inhale together really deep feeling the belly expand even just put a hand on the belly right now and in three two one through the nose big inhale long slow exhale one more through the nose long slow exhale and if you're sitting at home, okay, it was 10 seconds, you immediately feel better. <laughs> There's a couple of things happening here. So your nervous system, the craziest thing about the breath is it just controls your nervous system state. It's called the autonomic nervous system. And so you can think your digestive system, hormone release, um, you know, your immune system, your heartbeat and heart rate, all of that is triggered by the breath. Right. And so when you breathe in into the bottom of the lungs, you're telling your body to rest and digest. It's called the parasympathetic nervous system. And those nerves are in the bottom of the lungs. And so your, your nervous system at all times can really do one of two things. It can like become alert, become focused. You're pushing on the gas. It can relax. It can think you're safe. You're pushing on the brake. And so when you breathe deep into the lungs, you expand that diaphragm. That's why you hear belly breathing. It's been around for, for ages. You're turning on the parasympathetic system. So almost all times during the day, you want to be breathing through the nose, breathing slowly, breathing deep into the belly. And it's just telling your mind to relax. Now, the fight or flight system, on the other hand, we have a big problem in today's society, right? Is we're just overstimulated. And our brain can't tell the difference between perceived stress and real stress. And so what do I mean by that? You're on your phone. Slack message comes up. Did you submit this assignment? You know, you check your email. You check your Twitter. Somebody said something on your tweet. 
your mom's calling, you have four missed calls, you know, you missed a package delivery at your house, your kids are freaking out. These aren't really putting you in danger, but your mind thinks they are. And the first step is to turn on the, the fight or flight nervous system, which sends blood to the brain. It says like creates an adrenal response. Hey, be aware, like this could be dangerous, as we said. And that's a, like a big issue to be in that state all the time. We're not meant to be overstimulated. We start breathing from our chest. And so it's a specifically bad when you're sitting down to work because every time you're like concentrating, it's actually called email apnea. You start to breathe through the mouth. You start to hold your breath. Your breathing patterns get screwed up. And as a result, we're always walking around in, in fight or flight. We're not getting enough blood flow to the digestive organs. So eight out of 10 cancers caused from not enough blood flow to the digestive organs. So we're just overstimulated, overstressed as a society. So the first thing to know is like when you face a stressor, you can use your breath to ramp up or relax. And most of the time you want to be relaxing. Now, breathing patterns over the last hundred years have changed completely. I would say, you know, from the research I've read, from the books, talking from people in our community, when we do this simple test, 90% of people are over breathing. It comes from a couple things. One is processed soft foods. We used to chew a lot more. This is in James Nestor's book. Shout out to him. He's, you know, did an amazing job at kind of wrapping all the research into a very easy to use book that's like changing people's minds. And I think breath is going to be the fourth pillar of health. Like we have sleep, diet, exercise, and, and breath is the one that is, is coming. And people like three years from now, four years from now are going to know like this is, you know, managing my breath and monitoring my breath is, is important to see if I'm healthy. And so, you know, James suggested chewing. One of the main differences, our jaws aren't as strong as they used to be. Okay, so uh, we're not breathing as much through our nasal passageways. They've, they've gotten smaller. Our jaws have actually gotten smaller, squishing passage. So you want to be breathing as slowly as possible through the nose. It's like a dehumidifier. It's pulling out any bacteria. It's pulling nitric oxide that pools in the nose into the body. When you're breathing through the mouth, you're think of it like a massive driveway. You know, You're breathing in so much, you're breathing out too much carbon dioxide. And why is that a problem? Well, what happens is your, your brain, the only reason you breathe is to expel carbon dioxide from the body that's like created at the cellular level as your cells use oxygen for energy. And so your brain's always monitoring how much carbon dioxide is in my blood. And over time, as you breathe too much, that sensor declines. It's called CO2 tolerance, right? And, and so what's happening is you start breathing too much. Like I'm, I'm not chewing enough. My jaw's not strong enough. I'm eating processed foods. Processed foods change the pH level of our body and cause us to breathe out more carbon dioxide to bring uh, the pH level back up, make it more uh, acidic. And then, uh, at, you know, especially if we're eating before bed, we're going to be mouth breathing. And this mouth breathing reduces that CO2 tolerance. Now, why mm. is that a problem? And not to get too technical here, but- This is good. Yeah, so for CO2 tolerance, think about the oxygen coming into the lungs. It's picked up by the blood. The blood, the hemoglobin in the blood holds that oxygen. It takes it to your organs, to your brain, these places where the oxygen is needed. And how effective you, know, you can use that oxygen determines how effective you are. And so there's something called the Bohr effect, discovered by the this, this scientist, uh, Niels Bohr. And it determines that if you, the less CO2 you have, in your blood, the harder the blood holds on to the oxygen. So if you're not getting enough CO2, you're not effectively transporting oxygen from 
your lungs. So what does that mean? You're going to be anxious. You're going to be tired. And because of changes in our environment, overstimulation, processed foods, not chewing enough, it's highly likely that you're not breathing properly. Like 90% of people are having this issue. So there's a test you can do. I learned this from the Oxygen Advantage, Patrick McKeon, another legend, amazing book if you really want to get into the science of breathing for performance. There's just so many legends that I can shout out to in the, in the, in the notes where, where I've learned from. Um, there's a test you can do called CO2 tolerance. Very simple. Like you just want to do it in the morning when you wake up, but breathe in through the nose, breathe out and hold and hold your breath until your diaphragm contracts. Not as long as you can, but about the time where you're, you're, you'll feel your diaphragm contract. And if according to him, that number is under 20 seconds, you need to work on your nasal breathing. And there's a number, this, this comes from this guy, Konstantin Buteko, famous Russian scientist. It's been around for like, you know, quite a long time. And so to improve your CO2 tolerance, you're going to do things like taping your mouth at night, change your diet, doing breath holds, breathing really slowly to create almost an air hunger through the nose. So we have a ton of exercises on the site that can like, if that number comes up that you're under 20, you know, you, you really want to work on that because it's a signal that if you improve this, you're going to sleep better. You're going to be less anxious. You're going to have more energy during exercise. Um, so that's a really interesting one, right? The, the CO2 tolerance, the parasympathetic and sympathetic. Another really interesting one I've been getting into lately is the link between heart rate variability and, and respiration rate. And so heart rate variability is coming out. Everyone who has an aura ring is starting to get familiar, like, oh, my readiness score, what's that? And then they see this HRV and like, oh, okay, what's that? And it's the measure of variability between beats of your heart. And a very strong heart rate variability is when you know, let's say you're stressed and, and the heart rate on the inhale actually goes up much higher. It's your ability. It's called a barrel reflex. It's your ability to move your heart rate back down into range. And so it's a measure of your resilience. And they've done a ton of testing. Expert in this field is Dr. Leah Lagos. She has an amazing book called Heart Breath Mind about how to improve your our heart rate variability. And I've had so many friends, you know, I'm using the aura, like I'm so healthy. And then they see HRV 20 and it's like, what the hell? <laughs> like, you know, what's it when then you hear like a good metrics 80 and it's like, oh my God, you know, what, what am I doing wrong? And a lot of this is related to breath. Like there's crazy linkages between what's called coherent breathing. It's breathing and coherence between your heart and brain. And so another thing James Nestor mentions in his book is breathing out. And, and Dr. Lagos mentions this too, is finding your coherent rhythm on average. It's around six breaths a minute. So a breath every 10 seconds, like in, out. So five in, five out. And it's pretty crazy because this is the same uh, time frame that religious chants often had. And so when they were doing these chants, they would be breathing in coherence. And they've naturally found more in touch with their bodies back in the day, naturally found at what coherence I should be breathing. And there's crazy stats. So you can do this coherent breathing daily, improve your heart rate variability. And they've done studies that the higher your heart rate variability is, the more likely you are to feel feelings of gratitude, to feel feelings of love. Even if you and your partner, like your fiance or, or wife or girlfriend, were in the same room and you touched each other, you can influence each other's heart rate variability uh, and increase happiness through, through touch. So there's all the science coming out about how our hearts are actually connected. And this is another place where I think it's so powerful to go beyond the woo, dive into the research and then be able to explain to someone. So if I just say like, oh, connect your hearts, you know, there's some investment banker or lawyer who's sitting there like, fuck these guys. <laughs> and, 
But if I'm like, hey, there's this research paper by Dr. Leo Lagos, and it's explaining what heart rate variability is, and there's actually a connection through touch, then it's like, oh, these guys know what they're talking about. So I love like going into the science, reading the papers, understanding what's happening at the cellular level. So I think those, in my mind, are like the main things to look at. It's like my foundational breathing, as measured by my CO2 tolerance, CO2 max, uh, my ability to change my state at will between like fight or flight and rest and digest. And then breathing coherently four times during the day so I can improve my, my heart rate variability. And then the final one, which is really interesting, is like kind of this holotropic, psychedelic, Wim Hof style breathing where you're having people have these crazy emotional releases. And so we mentioned the CO2 tolerance before that if you don't have enough CO2 in the body, your blood holds on to the oxygen. And so in these Wim Hof, you're breathing so fast that your blood vessels actually constrict, the blood starts holding onto the oxygen and it shuts down the oxygen flow to the brain. And so what's happening, the executive function of the brain where all your worries are stored, shuts down, right? And so you're turning off the ego. And so for meditation, this is where you're trying to get, shutting down that default mode network. Challenging, takes quite a lot of time, a lot of practice. For psychedelic medicines, you get to the same space, but like, you know, quite a commitment. Also legality is questionable. So for breath, you can get in that same space, 15, 20 minutes of this like upregulated fast breathing will shut down the mind. And as a result, you start to process emotion. And so there's a ton of science around trauma. One of the leaders in somatic experiencing is this guy, Peter Levine. And he talks about humans turning on the fight or flight nervous system and then almost getting stuck. So imagine, uh, I'll give you this example. He often uses a deer in the wild. It hears like a, you know, a wolf and it's fight or flight turns on. It escapes. The next thing it does to, to get rid of that stored energy that's been created, it shakes. It'll sit on the ground and like shake. And you can watch videos of this. Humans, you know, we have these perceived stresses I mentioned before. So like, you know, in grade two, I got up to give a speech and somebody made fun of me, you know? someone called me fat or somebody said like, hey, you suck at this sport and everyone was laughing and I faced some type of rejection or failure that was challenging. That feeling is often stored in the body. And it doesn't even have to be like something so traumatic. It can be a simple like, I went to say something at work and they cut me off and I, I felt like a failure, you know? And so those feelings are stored in the body. There's a cellular reaction where you like tense up, you turn on your fight or flight system, like you feel this fear and you don't let that energy go. And so in these deeper breathworks, what we believe to be happening, you're shutting down the brain, you're turning on the fight or flight, and then you're allowing space for these emotions to clear. And so in some of our breathworks, you may hear like toning, like, you know, some hums, some ahs, really, it's like bringing up that energy and then releasing it. And that's why afterwards, you just feel like you've like let go of just tons of baggage. So if you're out there and struggling with emotions, this last style, you know, which is some of the ones we're talking about to this crazy music. It's like for clearing and giving you space because you're shutting down that part of the brain. And so you're like, you know, you got fired, you went through a breakup, you're struggling, you don't feel good, you're holding on to emotion, like in 20 minutes, 30 minutes, like, bam, you can let these things go. And so that to me is like, it's almost a superpower that you can clear your emotional field at any time, like using just your breath. Oh, man. Awesome. I, that's you. You've explained it in such a beautiful way. Uh, I'm, I'm really struck and I know everybody listening is going, Oh, okay. So that's how it works is that you're giving yourself that space, that up, uh, upregulated breathing 
gets you into a state where you can you can actually let go of trauma stored in the body. I love that. I love that. Um, I think it's it's important. I think for for people to understand that they can reach altered states of consciousness safely, effectively, legally, quickly, just through breath, breath alone. And I think that for folks who are you know scared about the legality of you know experimenting with psilocybin, which is something that you know I've I've talked about a lot on this podcast. They're like, yeah, I just, yeah, it sounds like a good idea, but it's just not, not, not for me, not, not where I'm at right now. The fact that you can, you can reach these states, you can have a transcendent, deeply meaningful, deeply releasing therapeutic event, um, just through breath alone in like 20 or 30 minutes. Um, it just gives, I think hopefully it gives people some hope that they can do this work and they don't have to spend $10,000 in therapy you know, they don't have to, you don't have to fly to Peru for, for an ayahuasca ceremony. You know, you don't, you don't have to, you can just, you can just breathe and do it in, do it in a specific way that's, that's structured around reaching these states. I think that that's, that's hopefully that's encouraging to people. I mean, you're, you're doing this all the time, right? Like you're, you're, you're at the, you're at the front of this and innovating in so many ways. Can you give us some examples of some, some moments where people had like massive breakthroughs man oh yeah <laughs> yeah 100 percent. like so i'll tell you a couple cool stories that come to mind and one is just it, like after four years of practicing and also you know i'm in the hundreds of, of psychedelic experiences I've, I've done four vipassana retreats i'm like deep in this stuff and even with all that the breath I'm still having powerful experiences. And so we're just opening this brand new space. And it was like our dream before COVID. That's how we got started with all this was providing uh, a social experience around ice baths and saunas where you like went, but it was a class and like crazy music, 40 person sauna. Like, you know, uh, people are in there in the complete darkness. We're playing a drum. They're sharing what their fears are. They're letting their fears go. Everyone's connecting in this way. That's really healthy. And we can talk more about that too, but we, we just, finally you know first we were building a space in COVID and we had to cancel and so we kind of lost all this money we spent a year on like planning it out and we're like oh man is this going to be the end of our project like really dejected and we just kind of pushed through it and got a really good deal we just signed a lease on a new space like flagship space mm -hmm. and so this is like our dream like i left ethereum foundation to do this full time this is like what kept me sober what's kept me happy it's like I'm obsessed with this feeling. And so we mm -hmm. finally have this beautiful space. We got a great deal because of COVID. The whole team goes in there and it's just raw space. Like there's nothing there. And we bring these huge speakers in. We're hammering the music. We're doing a breath work. And, and in the guidance, one of the facilitators, one of my partners, who's like unbelievable, he's just going, imagine the sauna, 40 people, everyone's cheering you built this, like you're in the ice bath, you're guiding people, their hearts are open. Everyone's like going wild. The music's playing the smell of Palo Santos. And I'm like doing the breath work in the state and imagining this and just losing my mind. Like, this is what I'm doing it for. You know, it's been two years in the making, like it's happening. And so you can use this to just deeply power your subconscious mind with these mm. feelings. And so that's, that's after, you know, years of practice, still breakthroughs. Now, okay, fine. Like maybe you're not doing this to 
pump up your your dream of, of <laughs> work, but maybe you're just afraid. And so we had a woman who didn't leave her house for six months, wouldn't even come to the door to get food, wouldn't get groceries, everything via Uber, didn't see anyone for six months, started doing the breath work. She did one of our 30-day challenges, one of our anxiety challenges. After 30 days, message, like crying, calling like, oh my God, I'm able to go to the grocery store. I've seen people. I've like got over my fear. And so we have a, a class that's called like the fear release. And so it's just bringing up these traumas, these emotions, letting them go. And it's like, that's huge. You know? Yeah. So if you're sitting there at home and you're feeling that anxiety, that financial strain, like if you're basically looking at Twitter, one of these things, uh, like it's just bad news all the time. Like we went through something that's like worse than a war. Like there's more deaths than a war. And not only that, in a war, not everyone goes to fight. Here, everyone is trapped on their own. Like the fear is immense. And so I think the number one thing right now is if you have that residual fear, like you can, you can get through that just by doing this like simple, simple practice. So that's that's one that like really comes to mind. Which which class is that? You said that that's a fear. You have you have a thirty day uh, class. Yeah. So there's just a, there's a few challenges in the structured programs section. Mm-hmm. Like there's one that's like twenty days uh, to reduce anxiety in twenty minutes. But there's a specific class in the uplift section called fear release, and it's just about bringing up your fears and like breathing through them. And she just loved that one. And so mm-hmm. it, so it's awesome. And this is the kind of stuff you get in what you put out. So. Personally, yeah. you know, I like to do 10 minutes in the morning. It's kind of like a morning coffee. And we have another one called morning practice where you're combining breath work with gratitude during the hold. And so it's like doing your morning routine. Like you're, what are the four things you're grateful for? What's your intention for the day? But with breath work. And then I usually do that one. And then like once a week, I'll go deep. And so when you go deep, there's anything from 30 minutes to a full hour. And usually combining this like subconscious reprogramming stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit more about the subconscious reprogramming stuff because that's some of my favorite stuff. Um, we we dedicated a whole episode. Well, I had Bruce Lipton on, and he's like the the king of of subconscious reprogramming, and really walked people through different techniques that they can do from you know self hypnosis to some of the um, you know sort of energy sciences like tapping and rolfing and this sorts of things. Um, how does that work in with with breath? How 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 have you crafted that practice so firstly we'll just say i'm not an expert here i'm like just scratching the surface mm-hmm. and everything i learned was from this woman named thais gibson who would be a good person to have on the show she's a legend she was my coach um and so i've done a bunch of her courses and and like every two weeks we would meet and like talk through my emotions and she has something called the personal development school which is awesome uh, a really good accessible way to like go through this kind of stuff if you can't afford one-to-one therapy. So it's like groups, it's, it's phenomenal. And so for me, it was like, she teaches emotional regulation. And so part of that, there's like three main parts. And if I butcher this, Thais, sorry, but what I remember is there's, you know, subconscious reprogramming of these like beliefs that you develop in response to pain when you're young. So you, you have these failure, rejection, you develop beliefs about yourself to avoid that. And these are generally negative because they help you survive. So most people have this inner critic, you know, 60,000 thoughts a day on average, and 50,000 of those thoughts are the same loops. And these loops came from these beliefs you have, like, I'm not good enough. You know, what do these people think of me? I can't do it. I'm a bad person. I'm not smart enough. Everyone has some of these, these loops. And so these loops lead to triggers. So what we would do is like at the end of the day, 
you'd sit and think like, what emotions came up for me today? Was it anger? Was it sadness? Where did I lose my temper? Was I afraid? And you kind of track what your emotions were and they can be related to the subconscious beliefs. They can be related to needs that aren't being met. They can be related to shadow work, which is like a part of you that you're not accepting. And so an example of that would be maybe you're a man and you know, your whole life you were sensitive and your dad said to you like, that's not what a man does. Like, you know, don't be in touch with your feelings and you believe, well, I, I'm not a loving person. That's for like, you know, to lack of a better term, like a, a weakling. And so there's this part of you that wants to be sensitive, but feels it's bad. And so mm -hmm. this is like called your, your shadow work. So you're trying to find these things about you, um, these parts of you and like make them whole. And so the, the first part is really the subconscious reprogramming though. And so you have emotion come up and maybe it's like, I'm not good enough. And that, that one's a big one for me. Like that's driving all my, like, I need to be successful. I want people to like me. It all comes down to like, you know, feeling like I failed when I was young a bunch of times, maybe in school or like a parent yelling, just simple things. And it's kind of like, okay, I have to, I want people to like me. And so to reprogram that, it's like, well, is that true? Right. And so the emotion comes up that triggers you. And it's like, you don't do well in a sales call and oh, I'm not good enough. And it leads to like anger or sadness. And so you look at that emotion and it's like, okay, well, is that true? And it's like, well, did that person actually think you're not good enough? Like, no, right? And then you give evidence to the contrary, but it's not evidence. What she taught me, which I didn't know, was like affirmations themselves aren't that helpful. Like they're okay, but if your subconscious doesn't believe them, you're not reinforcing a new pattern. So you really need to believe what you're saying. So it's like, I'm good enough. It's like even the simplest examples, like, you know, I, I took out the recycling today, or like <laughs> I sent a nice text to somebody. And so you, over time, and it takes time to build the habits, but you give these examples of where you're good enough. So I'm trying to weave these type of exercises into our breath work. So one example, there's one called the guilt release, and it's a, it's a meditation where you bring up your supporters behind you and your supporters are like, you know, maybe a, a mentor, a teacher, a parent, and then you, you bring up these emotions of guilt, right? Where you acted in ways that you like you're not proud of and you, you can't let it go and you see your supporters, they see your moment of like guilt, regret, shame. And then it's like, they love you anyway. And you're like, yeah, of course they do. Like my mom doesn't care that I like was mean to this kid in grade eight. And then, <laughs> and then it helps you subconsciously, like let go of those feelings. Right. Cause then you're like, Oh yeah. Like you're kind of like in the state of breathwork where your mind is shut down. It, it's like, you're, it's very much like hypnosis in that way where mm. you're primed. And so you walk through these like narratives that make you think, oh shit. Another one I learned from Thais' partner, this guy Giovanni, who's like amazing, amazing human and like kind of a coach to me also is about the, the inner child work, which is like hard math and Pono, but it's bringing up a, there's a lot, but it's bringing up this inner child, looking the child like a view, you know, at like in high school or elementary school and then saying things to the child. So like, I love you. I forgive you. I'm sorry. Like, thank you. You know, and then kind of like, it's not your fault. Like, you know, look, I'm here. I'm okay. And like kind of parenting that, that inner child, giving it love. And it's like, we do that one and the, the tears just start mm. flowing. Right. So that, that's a kind of, I'm, and I'm really looking to do more research here, but mostly, you know, people are listening that love this stuff like NLP, narrative programming, subconscious reprogramming, and they want to help slide into my DMs, hit me <laughs> up because yes. I, I want to I work on these scripts with people and like get them in a way that's accessible that they can cool. do on their own.
Love that. Uh, well, let's let's. Where can they find you? Let because there's public, there's at least a couple people going. Oh, I got some ideas. Where, where can they connect? Yeah. You? So hit me up on Twitter at Robbie Bent One, and I have like DMs there are open. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn under Robert Bent, who's the CEO of Inward Breathwork. You can email us at Robbie at InwardBreathwork.com. That's my direct email. You can find us on Instagram at Inward Breathwork uh, or at Go underscore Inward for physical space. And yeah, just just shoot a message. I'm down to talk to anybody. I love mm-hmm. this stuff. I'm down to like collaborate, to get creative. Awesome. Awesome. Uh how do you choose, you know, I've noticed that you collaborate with whole bunches of different people who, who are practitioners and guides in these different sessions. Um, uh, yeah, I'm curious about what is the process of, um, establishing whether or not this person has the experience, has enough experience to be bringing, this is the, the, the critic in me, I guess. And the critic, uh, for maybe people who are listening is like, well, what gives one person, um, the ability to actually guide a breathwork session. How do I know that the person that's taking me on this breath journey knows what they're doing and that it's going to be good for my body? It's going to be good for my soul. Like, how, walk us through the process of like collaboration. Yeah. So the first thing to keep in mind is like, depending on how deep uh, the breathwork session is in terms of duration, it can bring up. And you know, we have disclaimers all on the site, and we have integration coaches we work with from the Being True to You program, which is like a really, really uh, this guy Dan Engel and Deanne Adamson. Um, they've spent like their whole lives building psychedelic integration programs and coaching. And so we work with coaches from that program. So if somebody has an issue, like we're available. We even uh, for our community donate sessions every month to people who are struggling so like if you are struggling and you reach out to us we'll donate uh, a session which has been like super super awesome but the problem and the danger with breathwork and why holotropic breathwork which was created by stan groff is like in person is because you can have these like very intense traumatic experiences and so as we said you're shutting down the mind you're bringing up things that are stored in the body if you have ptsd or something else you can uh re-engage that trauma and and sort of re-traumatize yourself or get stuck in it. And so I've seen like, and I haven't really seen this happen in the 30 minute to one hour range. Like we've been lucky. We haven't had any issues uh, in the way we're guiding things, but I've seen in holotropic, which is, I would say a deeper experience, uh, crazy releases, you know, people like screaming, yelling, and then not knowing what happened, having visions. Like it's, it's pretty wild. (laughs) what actually happens there's some there's not a lot of research on it but there's some thoughts that like you're putting your brain into a mode where there's so little oxygen it thinks it's dying and it mimics a death experience Mm. and very wild things happen and so i think the first thing is like okay depending and and i'm comfortable now after doing thousands of sessions and researching for four years and doing trainings to understand is this breathwork potentially dangerous? And if so, should it be on the website? Right? And at what level are you concerned? Okay, mm-hmm. so that, that's one. Then two, really right now, this is, you know, for us, it's very much about the creativity. And I look at like the facilitators almost as artists. Mm-hmm. So there's two things in that. It's like, what is their vibe like? Like, do they really care? And so for us, we don't even make any money doing this at the moment. It's like our life's passion for everybody on the team like friday nights we're sitting there scripting stuff making music and like doing this because it's fun and it's very easy to tell when somebody like i feel like when you do this for your clients it's because you love it and i can just tell 
that you're super stoked about this stuff. And so it just, it's very easy to see when somebody cares. And I think that's the number one thing is like, does this person care about helping people and about like putting this out there and about creating something great? Um, so, so that's kind of how we look to collaborate. And then in terms of like, how long should the breathing be? What style should it be? Uh, we usually hire people that are like trained or we'll help them facilitate. So for every single breath work, I think what makes us different, we actually write out the scripts. We'll choose the music. We'll do some post-production. We'll try them ourselves. We have a pretty stringent criteria. Like one thing we really want to do is be the best, like highest quality production. Hmm. So we're pretty stringent about like what we're throwing up there. Um, but yeah, I, so far it's been been phenomenal. And it's mostly people who also just like, yeah, I really care. I want to help. And a lot of people help for free. They're just like, I want to, I want to do something creative and like throw it up there. Yeah. And for now, because we, we don't have enough customers, we can't really afford like crazy to pay prices. So we're just working with mostly people from Toronto that we know that are in our community. And it's like a big fun, like, yo, this Friday, we're going to do a sesh. Like, you know, we do some cool stuff with customers where um, we'll have once a month, all our customers join our power users and then just say like, yo, what do you want to see? And some people will be like, I just went through a breakup, like make something for that, you know? And then we'll have everyone come and we'll sit and be like, okay, we're doing a breakup track today. Like <laughs> let's write down what we want. So that's kind of how we're, we're going about it. It's pretty, I would say pretty flexible at yeah. the moment. Oh, it's so cool. I mean, that's the way to, that's the way to be effective is to ask people what they want, what they need, you know, like what, what are you going through? I mean, we're all going through this, this, this crisis globally together. Um, and so there's that thing that unites us. Um, but you know, we have these life events and to know that there's like a, that there's a breath work for breakups and a breath work for, you know, the loss of a loved one or the, or breath work for, you know, um, staying focused or whatever. It's just, uh, it's, it's so phenomenal. I love it, man. Um, What's your favorite? What's, 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 that's not a fair question. I know that's not a fair question, but, and it, cause, it, cause you're going to say, well, depends on what I'm going after. If I'm trying to like reduce stress, I do this. And if I'm trying to like, you know, get up for, you know, increase my vibe, I do this. But like, is there, is there one that you just, that's like the thing you love the most? Yeah. There's three that come to mind. Nice. So the one is it's called the inner calm and it's a sleep one in the sleep section. It combines two things. So the first one is binaural beats. Mm. So it's got this really crazy sound pairing of two frequencies that are just half note off. And because they're slightly different, uh, the brain can't interpret them and it changes brain waves. So it actually can entrain your brainwave state uh, to get into like a theta wave meditative state or like a state preparing for sleep. And it's wild. Like you put these in a good set of headphones and it just transports you. And then we combine that with this coherent breathing I mentioned earlier, like the, the proper breathing for coherence between heart and mind. And so that one always like I wake up with better sleep score on my aura ring, better HRV. I think it's like masterfully produced. It's like it's a favorite in terms of effectiveness. I love like the, the banger, the one that most people do is the feel good now. And it's sort of like Wim Hof style of uh, hyperventilation and holds. And it's like the coffee substitute. And so it's just, you know, 11 minutes morning, uh, just like the banger, like no, no vocals, just like, here we go, three songs, three rounds. And then sometimes I'll do feel good now or morning practice and morning practice is basically feel good now, but then with like gratitude and intention setting thrown in, that's an awesome one. And then if I want to go deep, 
okay, like this is crazy story, but and I, it's for myself, but I work with a lot of psychedelic facilitators here and I personally pair ketamine with breathwork. Uh, that's how I started to get really into breathwork also. And so I worked with uh, a number of MAPS researchers, co-principal researchers, and developed a protocol to safely do uh, in a group breathwork and ketamine. And so some of these social nights, wasn't sure I was going to talk about it on the podcast, but you know, and he asked me my favorite, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get into it. But so <laughs> we have these social nights and instead of alcohol, we'll, we'll do this in like a ceremonial way, but like social, we'll hang out, we'll share, we'll share what like our best moment of our year was, we'll share something we're struggling with, and then we'll self-administer ketamine and get into the breath work. And we did this recently with this one called Expansion. And it's those binaural beats for the first six minutes, the coherent breathing. And then it's this beautiful, like soundscape for an hour that takes you through your death and rebirth. And in like combining those two things, like one plus one is way more than two. It's like five in this case, combining the breathwork and, and the ketamine. And, and they, they just work so well in synergy. And to do something that's like not super hard on your body with that level of expansion, that's my absolute favorite. It blew my mind. I thought I was in heaven at some points. I felt so um, overwhelmed with emotion. We had some friends over who aren't like traditional, you know, spiritual or meditation, like legit finance uh, people. And we were just like crying, like this was amazing. Oh my God, everyone has to do this. Like, how do we get this to more people? And it was awesome. So that's my, and it's still great on its own, but that one I would say right now is a special place in my heart. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm so glad you shared that. Thank, <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you for, for, for sharing that. That's, um, you know, we we're in the, we're in the business of, um, normalizing, um, accepting and embracing psychedelic use. And so to have, to have that sort of perspective that, that it's used being used in that way is a really beautiful thing. And we're in the, we're in the open sharing place here now so thank you um well as we as we kind of take this thing home um i would love if you're open to it to to maybe close out with um with a short breathwork session is that something you're open to oh yeah man let's do it how long do you want let's do i want to ask the the last question which is a fill in the blank question um so Let's ask that. I want to ask that one first, and then let's do, um, let's do like a five minute. Let's do like a okay. f- a five minute, and and because you're the maestro, um, follow your heart. You can set us up, f- feel the vibe for this conversation that we've been having, and then just kind of um, improvise into what you think would would really cap this conversation off the best. Does that sound okay? Sweet. It sounds perfect. So I'm gonna do a two two rounder, and I'm gonna do I think. I want people to feel it. I want them to leave this call. Like, you know, the, the parasympathetic relaxed breathing is great if you're, you're stressed and you're, you're trying to change your state. But I think what really gets people is like, whoa, I can like upregulate. I can like have a coffee substitute, you know, mm-hmm. I can like get focused. And so I'm going to do, I'm going to freestyle up a two round Wim Hof like breath with uh, some beautiful hand pen. Oh, I- Yeah. Yeah, Perfect. do I have to share sound or how do I? Uh, if you if you play, I just play it, it, if I just play it, it'll go. If you yeah. if you play it, your mic will pick okay. it up. So I'll ask the fill in the blank question, and then yep. and then we can dive right into it. So, 
Um, and first, you know, cause we'll, we'll kind of cut it at the end here. Um, but this has been phenomenal. Um, you've already given us where people can find you so we can skip that part. Um, but the fill in the blank question is meant, this is just based on everything that, you know, this doesn't have to be specific to breath or anything else. This can be kind of whatever, and you can elaborate either as much or as little as you'd like, but please fill in the blank. Everyone would benefit from knowing. Oh, I got two ways that I wanted to go. I'm just trying to think of which one. So, you know, the one that just pops up for me that makes me so happy every day is like connecting with another human being. And it's just like my fiance is just amazing. I love her so much every day more. Um, and like all the stuff aside work and like mental health practices and like the best thing is human connection and there's huge power in oxytocin levels from from connecting and, and holding somebody so right now forget breath all that stuff i think you want to be happy like go find the person you love think about the nicest thing they ever did for you and the nicest thing you ever did for them and share that do like a little look in the eyes and have a nice hug and i, I think that to me is still like you know, any routine, whatever, it's just like cuddling in bed at night or, or in the morning. So shout out to my fiance, Emily. I love you. And yeah, that's, that's what I want people to know. That is totally unique. I have not, I've asked that question hundreds of times and have not heard that. That's beautiful. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Robbie, go ahead and take us, uh, take us on a, take us through a breathwork session. I'm going to mute my microphone and then, um, and sit back and, and, uh, it's all yours. Hey, here we go. No one's asked me to do this before, so I'm actually like super excited. Can you hear that? Yeah, awesome. Okay. So just finding, we're going to start with two breaths in through the nose. One breath in right now. Letting out with a sigh. Just relaxing a bit. Letting the nervous system know you're okay. One more in through the nose. <sighs> With a sigh. And we're going to get into it. In, two, out, two. In, two, out, two. In, out. In, out. In, out, in, out. Remembering, keep the stick to that pace and through the mouth, big breaths all the way in, all the way up and just letting it go slowly on the exhale, getting in as much air as possible, letting out as much as possible. A circular breath, not stopping at the top or bottom. We're gonna keep it up, in, out, in, out. Here we go, getting ready to pick it up. In, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out. Five, out, four, out. Three, out, two, out, one, out. Big inhale. Exhaling fully on empty. 
and holding. We're gonna sit here for about 45 minutes in this hold on empty. Starting that letting go process. And in this hold, think about one thing you're grateful for today. Something as simple as a breath, something kind you did for somebody, a tree you saw, a coffee you had. Just a moment that felt really good, that made you feel happy to be alive. Something you were excited about. Bringing that to mind, feeling that in the body. Getting ready for that inhale in about five seconds. We're in it together. First big breath of life. We're going to squeeze the hands, the feet, squeeze all the blood to the head in five, four, three, two. Big inhale. Squeezing the hands, the feet, pushing that blood flow to the head. Getting ready for a release, bringing up, getting ready to tone that vagal system, getting ready to release any stuck energy we mentioned with just any sound you want to make in three, two, one. Ha! We're going to do one more round here. Same thing. Now you know what it's about. Out, two, in, two, out, two, in. Out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in. Ow. Getting ready to pick it up. Here we go. In, ow. 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 10, out, 9, out, 8, out, 7, out, in fully, out, 5, out, 4, out, 3, out, 2, out, 1, out, big inhale, letting it all go, holding on empty. We've got a one minute hold here. You can do it. Starting to feel that energy building up. This time on this hold, where this time, this space is really for you. Just to let go for a minute, to be present, and think about something you're afraid of. Something you want to let go. Perhaps a fear that's financial. Something about being rejected, failing, losing something a bad experience you had recently, whatever it is, bring that feeling to mind. Feel that ickiness in the body, that stress as the heart rate starts to increase a bit. We've got about 30 seconds left in this hold, but really bringing that fear to mind. We're going to do a fear release with a giant roar, whatever sound of power you're gonna make to overcome this fear, but getting that, getting comfortable with being afraid, feeling uncomfortable, feeling the discomfort, not hiding from it, just Bringing it up, allowing it to be in the body. We're gonna take that first breath of life in five, four, three, two, one. Big inhale, 
squeezing, squeezing it tight, bringing that fear to the head, squeezing it as tight as you can, that discomfort in the head, squeeze, squeeze even tighter, and getting ready to let out a roar of power in five, four, three, two, one. back into your body enjoying the sounds of that handpan and feeling that shift in the nervous system you're here you're okay yeah man oh, Robbie. <laughs> well that's that's an excellent way to finish this episode truly unique man this is unlike unlike anything i've done uh in on this on this podcast before and i am so grateful for you thank you for bringing it thank you for sharing thank you for teaching us thank you for showing us and demonstrating for us um thank you for being here today with us on the optimal performance podcast yeah man that was so much fun like some of these stories i haven't even told before i just for some reason you're an amazing interviewer like you're just getting out like the vulnerabilities and then like asking me to do a, a live sesh like how cool is that nobody's done that it was so much fun to just like oh shit what am i gonna do you know let's freestyle let's get it going it's so good oh, okay recording's off <laughs> pretty great pretty awesome episode totally unique like I, I, I'm, I, you know, after I went back and edited this before I posted it, I was just struck again by the depth of knowledge of, of how to use breath work in a meaningful way. You know, it makes it accessible to you. You know, you could go on YouTube and find some breath work, but these people that are doing these guided breath work sessions on YouTube, they're not qualified. They don't have experience to take you to, to another state of consciousness to, uh, to really like help you improve um, your cardiovascular to relax, you know, but the, the people inward breath work are so incredible. So I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. This episode today is brought to you by blue blocks, blue blocks. Uh, again, I get asked all the time, what's your favorite biohacking equipment and blue blocking glasses are at the very top of that list. And, uh, the reason is, is because I protect my sleep. Like my life depends on it because it does. I can't do anything if I'm tired and lousy and, blue blocking glasses that I wear at night really protect my ability to actually feel tired at a reasonable time. And uh, I'm often up late working on the computer and uh, I wear my uh, Sleep Plus glasses in the Smith frames and they're incredible. They, they work. Uh, there's nothing quite like preserving your sleep by protecting your eyeballs. And for us who are in a little bit of the, you know, sort of the Northern Hemisphere, uh, the days are getting longer. Like it's nine o'clock and the sun is still out, you know, it's still light outside. And so as soon as the gets into this sort of, you know, uh, right before nightfall, uh, right at sunset, I put these blue blocking glasses on and, and I'm ready to go to sleep. Also, the cool part about the people at Blue Blocks is that they are strenuously researched and they're coming out with totally cool, innovative products all the time, new stuff. Uh, really centered around optimizing your light. You know, um, how do you consume light? How much sunlight are you getting? What's the light inside your house? Are you being, you know, blasted by LEDs? Are you turning it down to sort of red lights in the evening? Just so many options, and it's cutting edge stuff. And uh, Andy and Katie at Blue Blocks are uh, phenomenal, phenomenal innovators. 
So you can go to blueblocks.com. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X. Use the code OPP and get 15% off. Um, it's, it, it is the most useful piece of biohacking equipment out there. And I, and I totally stand by that because it's totally changed my life. It's made me a happier person and a better dad and, uh, a, a more focused, uh, entrepreneur. Uh, it's just, I, I really love it. So again, go to blublox.com. That's blueblocks.com and use the code OPP for 15% off. This episode is also brought to you by Natural Stacks. You know, Natural Stacks has been here from the beginning. This was originally their podcast, and those guys continue to make incredible products. Uh, I recently got some NeuroFuel drink packets, and of the myriad nootropics that I've used for focus, for memory, for mental clarity, and for... um, uh, my ability to focus for a longer period of time, NeuroFuel is my favorite. It's my favorite nootropic, and uh, it really has been the linchpin for my ability to to really do this podcast, honestly. And so uh, I, I would go check it out. Um, if you're looking for a really effective nootropic that, that works for so many people, this is something that I suggest to my coaching clients all the time, go to naturalstacks.com and check out NeuroFuel. And while you're there, you might as well get some magnesium. And while you're there, you might as well pick up another cool product that I really love, which is called Serotonin Brain Food. It's a powerful, powerful uh, natural supplement that that helps with the creation of serotonin uh, in your brain. And you need serotonin to feel good, gang. And we all want to be feeling good. Well, we want to feel just a little bit better these days. So go to naturalstacks.com. Use the code OPP15 for 15% off. And uh, ladies and gentlemen... I love you, and I'm so glad that you listen. I'm so glad that you're here. You can do me a favor by subscribing. You can do me a favor by uh, leaving a comment and on the YouTube videos and uh, and subscribe wherever it is that you listen. Uh, if you love this, if you love this episode and you want to share this this incredible breath work with people in your life, please do text it to them. Uh, um, Take a picture while you're listening to it and post it to your Instagram stories and tag me. Like that would be an immense, immense thing. If you're still listening now, which I love you for, uh, do that. That would be so cool. I can't wait to see all these uh, stories in Instagram listening to this incredible podcast. So thank you everybody for listening and I will see you on the internet.